This is Scared Input with Kristen and Lizzie. Welcome to episode 12 of Scared Input. Um, Today, Kristen and I are doing this, obviously, from quarantine, which is super weird. We're recording on Zoom, first time ever. Um, And I, we missed a month, which is fine, because um, (laughs) pandemic, so. Yeah, I think we can cut us some slack, you know. (laughs) Before we have an outrage in our Gmail. (laughs) Um. But so today I did some research on another conspiracy theory, um, and this is called the, it's called the Montauk Project, but um, like Camp Hero is related to it. It was an old Air Force base, so I just have a bunch of different names for it. Um, so Kristen's never heard of this before, so this is all new info. So her reactions are genuine whenever <laughs> she's reacting to something. Um and there's actually a lot of information about this. I got inspired to do more research when I listened to a podcast that was based on this as well. So, um, sick. Here's an intro of Montauk Air Force Base slash project slash camp, whatever. Um, so, Montauk, it's an abandoned Air Force Base, so it's no longer operating. Um, and it was originally commissioned by the Army as a coastal defense station in Montauk, New York, which is um, on Long Island. It's like right at the, like, Mo, mm, I can't remember my directions right now. <laughs> you know, do you know how we used to say never eat soggy waffles to remember like which way? Yeah, I just did that in my head. So it's the most, it's like <laughs> the most eastern part of Long Island. Um, and so there's the abandoned Air Force Base there, but it is now in or has been turned to Camp Hero, which is a state park. Um, but it was made or it was put on that island um, just in case of an attack from the Germans by submarine during World War II. Um, Weird. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the big thing about Montauk is that there's been a lot of conspiracies and speculation that um, think, I guess not speculation, but that think that um, a lot of different human experiments including mind control took place at montauk um have you seen stranger things um only episodes so uh sorry (laughs) (laughs) so stranger things is based off of montauk oh i've heard really strange things about the show so all right wow i'm ready to get spooked yeah so um if you have watched Stranger (laughs) things i've watched it like twice i think the whole thing um that is where they got their inspiration um, for the series is from Montauk. So it's not like 100% accurate because one, this is a conspiracy and two, um, you know, it's a show, but they have a lot of same kind of like experiments, quote unquote experiments kind of. Um, so anyways, like I said, it is now um, a state park called Camp Piero, which I mean is open to the public obviously, but um, people go there all the time. And it is kind of weird though, because they have... Um, all the old military buildings are still standing um and they say they're not operational whatever but they're all just kind of in this state park and i feel like i mean state parks can be like in michigan like have a lighthouse or 
whatever but like they're old I don't know it's just weird I don't think I would want to go to state park where it's just like old building old building um, yeah is so building. so like all of the old buildings from the air force base like everything is still there yeah and so when mm. they <laughs> when they first uh like made Montauk um they wanted it to come across as a little coastal uh fishing village um to like the Germans or like any of you know their enemies and so they put it on windows onto the um uh the army or the buildings and no windows nice wait what'd you say that had no windows yeah so they're all fake and then it has like fake wood siding on it too so it looks like houses but it's actually not houses i just think the painted on windows is really funny because um (laughs) you can't see through that you know like (laughs) i don't know but um montauk as an army base was deactivated because no one was using it and arsenal was removed um and then in 1951 it was transferred to the air force they were there until 1982, and um, I, like, researching this, there was, like, some time issues, like, dates that didn't match up and stuff, so based off this one article I read, um, the land was given to the National Park System in 84, and then it was transferred to the State Park System of New York, um, and so there's a couple, like, weird things still about Montauk that haven't, or I guess more recent, like, in the... Um, like 2008 2009 that were talked about but um before we get into that we'll go into like the history kind of of the air force base or of montauk um so there's this thing called what'd you say let's get into it (laughs) yeah be ready okay (laughs) um and like so it starts talking about time travel and like um wormholes and stuff (laughs) what listen I understand none of it so my grasp on this I think I got a little bit more than what I had before but we'll see um so have you heard of the Philadelphia experiment I have heard of it very I know just the basics about it but tell the audience what it is Um, and by the audience I mean me (laughs) um so for those of you who don't know there is a movie on it I was gonna watch the movie but also I didn't feel like it um it was made in 19 (laughs) I don't remember 1980s maybe but yeah I didn't feel like watching it you're like yeah there's this movie but uh, I didn't get like doing that (laughs) You had to rent on Amazon for money, and then... Oh, gotcha. If it was free, I might have watched it. And then there's, like, a whole series by this guy who I'll talk about later. It's called The Montauk Chronicles. You have to buy that, and there's a really bad, like, CGI, like, alien on the front. I just was not into it. Um, not worth my, my hard-earned money. <laughs> yeah, in quarantine. <laughs> um <laughs> So, the Philadelphia Experiment was, um, it took place in October of 1943, and so the U.S. military supposedly conducted secret experiments in a naval shipyard in Philly, um, and their goal was, uh, to try and interfere with Nazi radar so that supplies could be secretly transported to the Allies in Europe during World War II without the Nazis knowing so that they wouldn't, like, you know, interfere. And so, um... I guess the military was able to make a ship called the USS Eldridge and um, they got it to disappear in radar. But by doing that, 
um, it managed to cause it to travel to they okay there's also conflicting things about this because I read it was man or it managed to cause it to travel to another time period but then it's they say that it showed up in a shipyard in Virginia like the same day and then reappeared in <laughs> so I don't know it didn't clarify if it showed up in Virginia 10 years later or if it was like it said the same day but then it was saying like it took to another time period so I don't know don't ask me <laughs> but the ship disappeared went somewhere else disappeared from there and then reappeared back in Philadelphia oh damn so, um it said there are military records uh saying that the experiment caused negative side effects to the crew on Eldridge one of these is insane hold on <laughs> um and it includes or it included um, the crew members kind of becoming, like, insane, legitimately insane. Um, mysterious illnesses didn't go further on that. <laughs> and that some of the crew was fused with the ship. They were alive, but that the limbs were intact with the Eldridge, like the ship. What? Uh, yeah. What? So, and then I read this somewhere else. Like, their legs were, like, sticking out of the boat because okay. they were fused. Oh I don't know. <laughs> Holy. What? So, um, and, the, and then another thing I thought was interesting was that conspiracy or conspiracies were being developed on this all the way back in 1955. So it's not like they got info within like the past 20, 30 years and was like, oh, hey, this yeah. is really weird. Like people were like thinking it was super weird. I mean, understandable, but. Um, yeah, if anybody's limbs are infusing with any inanimate objects, I would be concerned. I think this is a Can big deal. Know, like being fused with a boat? No, no, I don't even know what that would be like at all. I know. I have this whenever I read it or I'm talking about it now. I just have this image of like you know, like an old like wooden boat and just two legs just sticking right out. <laughs> you. Um. So, Damn, that is a bad, bad time for everyone involved. Right. Um, so like I said before, there's a movie called The Philadelphia Experiment um, mm -hmm. based on, you guessed it. And so um, <laughs> there's this guy, uh, a 57-year-old man named Al Bielik, I think, who watched it and he felt very like deja vu -y about it. Um, and so he watched this in 1988 when, like I said, he was 57. So what, he was born in like 1931. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so he started undergoing new age therapy methods and uh, he apparently brought back repressed memories of working at Montauk on the Montauk projects in the seventies and eighties. And like, mind you, this is only if he believes that he worked there in the 80s, it's only eight years later, and, like, he has no idea that he worked there, you know? And so um, he claims that these memories were originally locked away inside his mind to keep the Montauk Project safe. Um, and so when these repressed memories came back to life, uh, he claimed that his real name was Edward Cameron and that he worked on the Philadelphia Experiment with his brother Duncan when they were in their 20s. Um, so, <laughs> um, so he's remembering this brother that he doesn't have currently in 1988. Right. Um, and that means that not only did he, like I said, he worked on Montauk, but he went all the way back to the Philadelphia experiment in the forties when he would have been what? 12. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 
so something like that i don't math sorry <laughs> <laughs> so later in the 90s uh Bielik was a speaker at the ufo at a, at a ufo conference um which i didn't know that at was. a ufo conference <laughs> Wait, i know he had no correlation with aliens or area 51 Just casually <laughs> but they're like hey please come speak at this conference um <laughs> So he claimed wow. I know. So he claimed in the at the conference that in the forties Nikola Tesla had been the one to figure out how to make the Eldridge disappear and opened up a wormhole. Which I that's this was from I forget what article I had read that this was from, but nowhere else did anyone mention Tesla. But do you know have you seen the prestige? <laughs> I haven't. You told me to watch it. Oh my god! I know. I know. It's one of your favorite movies. <laughs> I know. So, I really missed it. When I first watched that, when I was maybe like fourteen, I think I watched it like twice every month for probably like <laughs> six months. It's so good. I feel like it's kind of cheesy, but it's really good. Anyways, but have you do you know about Tesla and like what he would like tr- what he tried to do? Uh, I guess in a general way, I guess. Yeah. What do you, right. what do you mean? What are you <laughs> referring to? Hold on. Uh, I need to, I need to search this before I talk about it. Cause I don't want to come off like an idiot. It's okay. You're the smartest person I know. Don't you let okay. anybody tell you different? So I guess it's been speculated. I don't know about too much uh, or about how much, but that Tesla was working on like time traveler, like, um, that kind of thing all the way back right, yeah and so in the prestige um it's about this magician oh i don't want to ruin it for you anyways so tesla <laughs> is like in the movie and he creates mm-hmm. this um this machine that for the beginning of the movie they use a cat and they put the cat in the machine and whatever he has created it makes a copy of it and transports it somewhere else so um casually making a copy of a, yeah. <laughs> a living animal cool cool cool, cool, cool. So like at some point i think like the main character who is hugh jackman he goes out there and to where the cats have been like transported and there's like a ton of cats because of the experiment like just keep like tesla keep on doing it so um he's like we're gonna figure out where these cats are going <laughs> but inst- but first we're gonna send about one million more Okay, it's a really, fair enough. <laughs> if you have time soon, you really yeah. should watch it. Like, do I have time? Do I have time? <laughs> okay, we all have time. <laughs> true. Um, so I thought that was interesting just because I've seen that movie. And like I said, I, this is me solely basing everything off of that movie. But um, so, yeah, they think that he was involved and that he created this wormhole. Um, and then when I was searching wormhole just to get a more like like concrete definition of it because I feel like I can kind of grasp what it is in my head but I don't know how to explain it so yeah tell it to the people in the back man we're here here (laughs) for it in the back (laughs) (laughs) so I found this good visual explanation of wormhole and it's a tunnel with two open ends at two different points in time and different locations in time um Mm -hmm. and that's pretty basic but for those of you who don't know or have never heard the term it's just like what I said so um <laughs> so they think that he created this wormhole from 1943 to 1983 um and Al thinks who is also Edward Cameron Al thinks that this wormhole specifically took him and duck into Montauk in 1983 from 1943 um 
And he even gives an exact date, August 12th of 1983, that he shows up in Montauk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once they got, this was also confusing, but once they got to Montauk, the military on the Air Force Base sent them back to Eldridge to destroy the equipment on the ship. So I'm assuming they're talking about the time, like travel equipment, um, but it wasn't specified. And so then Al also proceeds to go into detail about how he had been de-aged, memory wiped, and forced to live as Al Bielik instead of Edward Cameron. Um, he even, this part also was confusing. I'm sorry I'm so confused, but it's just... No, you're fine. You're doing great. I'm listening. That much sense. He, then Al proceeds to explain that in the 1960s... Um, him being Edward at the time tried to convince his dad and his mom to have another kid so that Duncan's consciousness from 1983 could be transported or transported to this kid born in 1963. What? <laughs> wait, why did what wait, what happened to Duncan then in his story? Wait, what do you mean? Like like if since he wanted Duncan's consciousness to be transported to a new child right what um, what was happening to duncan like why so i don't know if it's because oh lord i don't know if it's because <laughs> <laughs> it's like when i read it i'm like okay yeah that makes sense and then i think about it this is happening the whole time i was doing my research i'm like oh i don't <laughs> understand this anymore <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that's conspiracy theories for <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know and I don't remember reading anything about, like, Duncan not being, like, transported back with... Ugh, I don't know. So, I'm sorry. So is Al saying that, like, basically, one, they're, that they're, they they created a time travel machine, number one. Number two, they had the technology to wipe someone's memory. Number three, he threw therapy he was just able to recover those memories and and who knows what happened to duncan it's pretty right. weird to ask your kid your parents to have another kid to put their <laughs> own kid back in him so <laughs> they're now, like al no fuck off. <laughs> so now i'm thinking about it it never mentions what happened to duncan because if al was when you know in the future mm-hmm. well if Al, I hope everyone's enjoying us trying to figure this out. If Al came from, hold on. If Al came from 1983 as Al, he was Al. So I'm just wondering what happened to Duncan then. I like I said, no further research on like what. So then. Not even, like, Al being like, oh, where's my brother now? And it doesn't tell me that he dies. None of the research tells me he dies. Honestly, I think this is, like, you know how they say um, history repeats itself? Like, I know, like, in Western culture, we're, like, uh, time is linear. But, like, in other cultures, they're, like, oh, it's, like, it's repetitive. It's, like, a frickin' what's the shape of a spring? Shit. What is it called? Oh, like a coil? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. okay. So... (laughs) So like uh, like it's like okay you know we'll never know where Duncan is okay that's the that's the mystery of this oh, universe this I think. where's Duncan's situation <laughs> um, I know 
But continuing, okay, sorry guys, that was an inside joke. I'm sorry, we're moving on. <laughs> and uh. <laughs> talking about, um, so Al, he, uh, right. we just, we went over what, what, what his deal is. Don't yes. know what happened to his brother, but he got his memory wiped and his, and he came back and he's like, yo, some crazy shit went down. Right. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I've never dealt with, like, bringing up, like, repress, repress memories. I don't think I have any that I know of. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> so it could be very true because it, what a story, you know what I mean? Like, right. And I found no record of Al being clinically insane. So I don't know. But um, so <laughs> there's this thing. <laughs> yeah. There's this guy named Preston Nichols. and. Um, so he shows up after hearing Bielik's story in the 1990s or late 80s. Um, mm-hmm. And so, okay, I tried finding a super basic bio on him that wasn't Wikipedia just because I didn't, I didn't go to Wikipedia for any of this and you know how it is. And so, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so I came across this single page webpage and it had to have been made like in 2003 2004. And so um the font uh mm-hmm. is this bright blue like uh cyan uh Times New Roman and it, it's against the background <laughs> of a combo of like images of space and then images of rainbows and it's all meshed together and so it's this like bright blue font against this like black and like red and orange background and you know how you look at like a black and white stripe thing and then you look up and you can like see on the wall kind of yeah this website was so terrible that I looked up <laughs> after re- trying to read it and I could see like the words on the freaking wall because it was so terrible so um delete the website please it's really bad um, we don't appreciate the information do better so, <laughs> so um in the end I didn't really find a good bio on him that was informative uh he went to school for some type of uh like information science or something um but so he revealed that which this is another weird timeline because Albiok's story was made public, you know, in the late eighties. Um, right. And it says that he revealed that in 1968 Preston Nichols was working on the Montauk project. Oh, forget it. Misunderstood my own writing. So he revealed that he was working on the Montauk project in the year 1968. Um, so he did write a book. I also did not read this. As you can see, my researching skills are top notch. But um, <laughs> he wrote a book called The Montauk Project, Experiments in Time. Um, and so a lot of stuff I read was, reference, was referencing that. Um, and so in the book, he disclosed that he worked with Al Lake on something called The Montauk Chair, um, discussing that later on Duncan Cameron al slash ed's brother was found to have psychic powers and Mm -hmm. was used in the montauk chair often because of this so the montauk chair is where they would um go and do their experiments mostly like mind-based ones um and from what i would read they would keep him in there for like hours upon hours upon hours just like doing these experiments um 
And so Nichols describes one of the types of experiments, which this is his quote. Um, the first experiment was called the seeing eye. With a lock of person's hair or other appropriate object in his hand, Duncan could concentrate on the person and be able to see as if he was seeing through their eyes, hearing their hearing through their ears and feeling through their body you could actually see through other people anywhere on the planet so in stranger things this is what 11 this is what she can do like she can like transfer herself into someone's mind and like to like a specific experience or like what they've seen in the past so it's like a really good visual to explain like what was going on Mm -hmm. so Anyways, Duncan is able to do this. He has this ability. Um, And then... So then they started to conduct mind control experiments on him because he could do this. Um, And I guess there were some special radio dishes at Camp Hero, aka Montauk um, Air Force Base, that were used in this. Um, And so then that leads into... uh, the mind control experiments leads into um, Nichols talking about this group of kids called the Montauk Boys. Mm-hmm. So this is actually kind of terrifying. Um, <laughs> but reportedly, children were picked up from the surrounding neighborhoods on Long Island and taken to be experimented on at Montauk. What? Yeah. So um, that Just is like random kids or like homeless kids or like what what was Not, the criteria I, I didn't find like obviously like i didn't find like yeah why would they article. report that i know yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's an article on all these kids going missing i don't know if they took them during the night or like how i didn't find a lot more information on that um but nickel says that they use these random children um to be sent through portals into unknown space time. <laughs> so they didn't oh use animals, they didn't use like anything else, but they're like, we're gonna use these kids that probably have families. Why the children? I don't know. <laughs> so um, messed up. Wow. And this is crazy too. After this came to light through his books, um other Long Island men recall being taken from their homes. Or in the area by Montauk, um, what? By scientists who wanted to break them consciously, and that could be like mind controlled with the scientist commands. So I mean, it. so they have memories of this, and like they just were like they went back home, and they're like, yeah, it's whatever. We're I know. So anything about it? Then came forward, which that's really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey Johnny, where have you been? I haven't seen you for two weeks. It's so they were like, ah, they were just trying to, they were just trying to control, control my mind. brain. Whatever. Um, what's for dinner, mom? <laughs> so then, and I read this article that was kind of um, had a little humor, like play into this whole thing, and it was like, uh, at some point they end the Montauk experiment, whatever, but they keep for actually forget what i'm saying i don't know what i'm saying i forget it okay so (laughs) i'll come across it later um (laughs) so then in the same book nichols claims that after experimenting with ducking for several years they could then travel to many places in time periods including mars and i have like eight question marks (laughs) 
next to that. So they claim to have been to Mars. Um, Love it. Love if they it. actually have been, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, just keep that in mind, everyone. Um, so in his book, so is he a, a scientist? Or is he like a researcher that was at Montauk? Is that what his role was? So if he just... That? He did work there. I've, I'm assuming he had a supervisor. So I'm assuming that, like I said, the bios I found um, mm-hmm. didn't give me crap. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> I just went and searched his, I didn't look at the Wikipedia one. Like I said, I just went and searched it and it just sends me it to an article. It doesn't give it a bio on him. What was like the reaction to his book? Uh, I don't know. I know, because this seems really, really crazy shit. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> like, and everybody's like, oh, cool book, dude. So he has three nice. books. Okay, one, Jesus. One from, it's all based on the Montauk Project. It's not even, like, you know, other stuff. Mm-hmm. So Montauk Project, Montauk Revisited, and then the Pyramids of Montauk. <laughs> <laughs> I think, oh, I'm back on the website with the space background. (laughs) Um, So it says that he received degrees in parapsychology, psychology, and electrical engineering. Um, Oh, it was defense electronics. After graduating, he went into defense electronics and then worked at Mm -hmm. this firm type thing. Um, But it doesn't say how, I don't know if it's because of his research that he did at this firm that he worked at previously. Um, But then he was hired into work at the Montauk project. Got it. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're rolling with it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I'm going to, oh my gosh, that website's so terrible. It ruins my website. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Do you see? Yeah, just, right now? <laughs> no. just email us if you want us to send us, it sent you the link. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so they claimed to have went to Mars, traveled to all these different places, whatever. Um, and so then... <laughs> no big deal. Whatever, I know. man. Casual. <laughs> um, also, all the articles that I read about this, no, like... Like, I feel like there was way more hype on, like, the Denver airport conspiracy. Like, I was reading articles and, like, everyone was just, like, writing. They just wrote it down. There's no, like, personality to it. They're like, oh, this is what happened and then just list stuff like no one is like oh this is really weird. <laughs> like an article yeah <laughs> like i don't i don't know <laughs> that's so funny um so then nickel supervisors over the montauk project told him to turn on the montauk chair and keep it running until 1983 um and so which this is still if if it's until 1983 this is still going on when um the air force like quote-unquote let the base go and then turn it over to national park system because that was in 84 or no that was in 82 hold on so um oh no it was given to national park service in 84 so like the year gap between when the air force Mm -hmm. ended the base and the they gave it to national park system Mm -hmm. they just left this chair on until then um, what is it? The chair? Are so that's where chair? Duncan was like doing got oh, all of experiments. That's got it. That's yeah. what it's called. Got um, it. Yeah. Yes. So so then it goes on to explain that um, Duncan Cameron was founded of psychic powers, and then that was um, used in the Montauk chair because he had that. So that's what it was, and so I'm assuming that they tested like those other 
kids in the chair um, because of, you know, what Duncan could do. And so, uh, so then they think that because of the chair um, being kept on until 1983, that this allowed the wormhole to be created. So, like, this is, like, the other end to the wormhole that Tesla supposedly created because of this okay. chair being left on because of it being a time it was like they had one time travel like system with the boat and then this is the other one um mm, okay okay one one is one end and then the other is the other end right the so then that's warm. how okay. which if i'm gonna, if i'm being honest i just reading that i just now understood it when i was typing yesterday i was like i don't know what this means um is a wormhole like similar to like like you know a wrinkle in time where they say like like you on one end and then you wrinkle time and you end up at the other end automatically you know what i'm talking about um so i've never seen fans out there (laughs) i've never read the i've never seen the movie i've never read the book because she does this like thing in the movie where it's like she takes this uh insect or something on a piece of fabric and Mm -hmm. it's at it's at one end of the fabric and then she wrinkles the fabric so that the insect can go to the other end automatically just crawl from one end to the other end i'm gonna say it's probably similar (laughs) all right cool 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 cool. like hearing that that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna say probably um and so right. was- I'm with you. That's what I'm picturing <laughs> this whole time. So hopefully it's something along those lines. We yes. love it. <laughs> um and so which okay, can first of all, can you imagine being Albelic? And getting these repressed memories to come back up and realizing that you were involved with this project only five years prior. Like, it wasn't, like, a lifetime ago. It wasn't, like, like, five years is not a pretty good realm of, like, remembering things. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, lo- so much lost time. Like, right. what, how, what else did he lose? I know. It's just, it's crazy. Okay, so then there's this quote from Nichols um, in one of his books that says... We finally decided we had enough of the whole experiment. The contingency program was activated by someone approaching Duncan while he was in the chair and simply whispering, the time is now. Um, At this moment, he let loose a monster from his subconscious, and the transmitter actually portrayed a hairy monster. It was big, hairy, hungry, and nasty, but it didn't appear underground in the null point. It showed up somewhere on the base. It would eat anything it could find, and it smashed everything in sight. Several different people saw it, but almost everyone described a different beast. So, um, <laughs> that is from one of Nichols' books, um, which I wish there was more description I had of it. I'm sure, <laughs> like I said, I didn't read it. Um, but that was just thrown into one of the articles somewhere and then no expansion on it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big deal, guys. This is that they got they got a monster from um a mind control slash time travel slash subconscious experiment, like and then it was just on the island. They're, they're like, like, yeah, no big deal. Away? 
I don't know. <laughs> just chilling there, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's and Bigfoot. So, we didn't even know. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Um, also, I don't know. For those of you who know Stranger Things, I don't know if it's like maybe this is like a the Demogorgon is like a play on this. So in the series, Kristen, mm-hmm. do you know Demogorgon? I don't know. If you said you watched one episode, or you just have seen a couple. Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes, but I don't know what that is. Okay, so basically it's just a giant monster that, like, comes out of, like, the underground, which is kind of, like, alternate universe kind of stuff. So it comes into, like, real time. Um, So I don't know if they're, like, if that is based on this quote from him about the beast. Yeah, Um, it sounds like it. Yeah, so... (laughs) So then Nichols says that he had to smash all of the equipment that powered the Montauk chair before the... Beast disappeared back into nothingness. Um, and so... Naturally. <laughs> yeah, so then that incident happened, okay? And right. then... The, or it, you know, happened. Um, <laughs> and so with that, plus the wormhole between the two different times, um, his supervisor told him that the project needed to be shut down. Um, so... Which I guess, you know, torturing, like, children and that kind of stuff, that was not enough, but the monster was enough to shut it down. Um, You're like, yeah, obviously, naturally, man. Who cares about the children? (laughs) So then um, he said that the other employees on Montauk were brainwashed and that in 1984, when the park was given over to the National Park System, that the lower levels of the base were filled in with cement to kind of erase any evidence or whatever happened. Um, so there is another guy named Andy something. I read it. So I read this interview with this guy named Andy and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. The article is very, um, sketchy and did not seem legit. (laughs) So I did not put that in here, but he kind of confesses to being part of the experiment, but he was like experimenting on. And so, Mm -hmm. um, he said that he got these repressed memories back and that this other woman which I just read Montauk that was just boys, but this woman claims that she was also experimented on. Um, So there's, like, a few people that have come forward and been like, hey, this happened to me, blah, 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 and that are, like, out in the public, but that's kind of it. Um, And so Montauk has been very nicely made into a state park today. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) And so um, there are just a couple more things that, are going on that are kind of weird so this is where i need you to look up a picture so i'm going to talk a little bit about it before um so there's this thing called the montauk monster and so it is not the same monster from before okay okay (laughs) so there's two monsters oh no (laughs) so in 2008 uh, i think it was three girls were on this beach um it's called ditch plains beach and it's about four miles from camp hero and the thing was washed, got washed up onto the shores, and it's this beaked, hairless creature with a tail. So I need you to look it up right now. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. Montauk is M O N T A U K, and then just monster. Honestly, when I saw the images of it at first, I was I quickly exited out. It really grossed me out. Oh man, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see here. Oh my gosh, wow. 
Wow. Isn't that thing so nasty? Yeah, it's like, hey, anybody that's listening, definitely look this up while yeah, we talk do. about it. <laughs> it's so gross. It's so, like, I think the what gets me is the hairless aspect of it. Because yeah. it's just like the skin. It's nasty. I don't understand what I'm looking at. My It does not compute in my I know. Brain. So first, I have, there's some theories of like what people have said. Um, All right, let's so, hear them. Which, I guess, this doesn't really tie into, like, the mind experiences. Oh, my gosh, the mind experiments and stuff. (laughs) But um, I think just because it's happened in Montauk, so people are, like, you know, sketchy of it. Um, Right. So in my notes, I have, tell Kristen to search this thing right now. (laughs) (laughs) And that was very necessary, because that that was not what I was picturing. I could never describe that, that ever. So, um So initially, when I looked at this, I was super grossed out and was, like, low-key scared when I saw the image, <laughs> and I was like, this thing, it, this has to be true, because what is this? So after that was found, um, uh, I read some articles in twenty or 2008 um, from a New York newspaper that was, like, I think it was, like, August something, 2008, or it was in October, um, mm-hmm. but the authorities identified it as a raccoon. And so, originally, I was, like, absolutely not. Like, this thing literally has a beak. Um, (laughs) But I've looked at the picture, like, almost two million times. And (laughs) as I look at it more, I can kind of see it. The more I become familiar with this image, the more I can see a raccoon. Um, Because I showed Jake this, and I was like, raccoons do not have tails. And I was like, Lizzie, what are you talking about? A raccoon does have a tail. (laughs) Don't they, right? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. They do. (laughs) Um, So then I read into it, and someone said that the beak was a broken jaw. Like, so I could kind of see that, I guess. But, like, where are the teeth? Like, did the teeth just come off of the jaw? Um, Yeah, broken jaws don't just get rid of your teeth and, like, make your mouth beak shape that's what i was gonna say i was like is a broken jaw when that happens like it is like the structure of your jaw is that beak shaped i feel like of a raccoon i don't know yikes a raccoon no that's that's bullshit we, so, we don't we do not we do and not do you see how that answer are do you still have that image up yeah it's nasty <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> so, yeah, oh that's disturbing. Wow. Yikes. So I, like I said, now I can see it as a raccoon, but I'm glad that you don't see it because I was like, it's like this is so weird. But my mind was just getting used to the picture. I looked at this so many times. Um, say that's one hundred percent not a raccoon. <laughs> but so I would buy I have... all everything that I own on that. <laughs> That is not a record. Wow. Well, I do have a a prize to give out. The person who can make this image, or the first person to make this image, the background screen on their phone for two weeks gets Venmo four dollars from me. So <laughs> someone better take that offer up. Yeah, you have to take a screenshot every day so we know it's real. Exactly. Right at the specific time that I ask for. <laughs> Um, so yeah, $4 is in for you if you listen this far and also watch. Honestly, worth it. That's a great deal. <laughs> I might do it. <laughs> so, yes, Kristen, please. <laughs> um, 
so then there's more and also i guess the body like the carcass um was like it disappeared after four days like no one knows where it went Hmm. so like people picked it up but like there's no record of like what happened to it so oh and is it the size like because like it's in sand is it the size of a raccoon is it that small so i the same article that kind of went into like how it could be a raccoon it zoomed in on the picture and there's a little fly on its back (laughs) in the picture (laughs) so it was like use the size of a fly to determine the size of this thing and i feel like it could be the size of a raccoon but also i don't i have not seen a live raccoon Maybe once in my life. That's the only time I've seen one. Yeah, I've never seen a raccoon with a fly on it before, so that's not helpful. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, they're right off of, Mon- off, not Montauk, but Long Island. There's mm-hmm. this little island called Plum Island, and Plum Ooh. Island is famous for their animal disease center. Um so people think that this was some like discarded experiment not experiment well maybe but discarded like test animals because they tested on animals a lot there oh no so they think that that is how it came about um Uh, yeah i was thinking when i first saw it i would be like it's like something like genetically modified or like something that's like like scientifically altered no, it totally makes sense. Um, and so Plum Island is, they're actually moving all their resources to um, Kansas City, a university in Kansas City, and they're no longer operating on Plum Island. Um, Trump actually, when it when that news was announced, he was looking into buying the island to do to have a resort and a golf course on it. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, oh, man. So our, our big brain president. I love that. Love it. <laughs> no, but Plum Island was really intense. So they, um, they obviously studying contain infectious animal disease. They think that an outbreak of foot and mouth when it was first introduced came from Plum Island. Um, there's also been speculation that Lyme disease originated on Plum Island and it got, you know, out. Um, but they like, oh so I guess deer would swim to the island and they would shoot every single deer that would try and get on the island because they didn't want any risk of any type of disease getting out and transporting through like an uncontrolled thing like that. Oh my god. It depends there. <laughs> that sounds like a hey honey, I'm off to work. <laughs> my job is literally just shoot animals that come Seriously, someone had to be out there 24-7, multiple people, I'm sure. That's <laughs> so messed up. Um, but wow. that's that's all it's on plum island is like this uh or was this center and they um they have a focus on protecting the nation's livestock because if anything were to ever get out like the meat and yeah the meat chain would be totally ruined because of whatever diseases they have in there or something like that but so people think that this could have come from plum island i don't know if it did i don't know but um, I mean, that sounds legit, because yeah. they obviously do some sketchy stuff there anyway. I, but it's so ugly, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have Is brought it... me down to reality by saying you don't think it's a raccoon, because I was... It's pretty... absolutely not. It's absolutely not. Anybody that said that, go take a hike. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then the one other thing that has happened recently on Camp Hero... 
Um, okay, so then there is this giant radar tower. Um, it was pretty big on the island. Um, and so it was a Cold War era SAGE radar tower, S-A-G, like, a, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was once like a mother station <laughs> to a series of similar radar towers located in the ocean on the East Coast. So it was kind of like um, the base for those. Um, Got it. And so it was said that when it was built, um, it would give the U.S. government an extra 30 minutes of warning time in, in the event of an incoming Soviet nuclear attack. Mm. Um, so that was its purpose. So I guess it was not there when the Army originally built the base um, in the 40s, but um, so the tower would rotate every 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. I guess it gave people really bad headaches and really weird dreams. Um, the electro- the electronic equipment would make animals go haywire, so they would, like, lose their minds. Everyone was always complaining about issues, like I said, with headaches, um, sleeping with dreams, which is really bad, I think. Yeah, like, in, like, the surrounding areas or just people that worked there? People that lived and worked there. Yes. I mean, probably from the surrounding areas as well because it was such a big tower. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever, it was the people that lived on the base. Poor animals. They're always collateral damage, man. I know. <laughs> like, I, I guess in my head, I imagine, like, a dog whistle just continuously going off, basically, all day. Oh. Uh, dog oh. so high-pitched, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if a dog heard that 24-7, it would lose its effing mind. <laughs> So 12, <laughs> 12 similar towers were created throughout the U.S., and this is the only one remaining. So mm, Okay. It but not operational? Well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And the plot thickens. <laughs> so um, this guy named Brian Minnick, um, mm-hmm. I didn't get a date for this, um, but <sighs> he broke in before – Camp Hero became an official NY State Park. So sometime after 1984 and sometime between when it was officially made a park, mm-hmm. um, this guy, Brian, broke into the radar tower with some friends one day. And right. <laughs> inside the tower, he found lots of documents and several sealed en- entrances. Um, and he also found records of mass quantities of food being ordered to the base in the late 80s. Well, after the base being, like, after the Air Force run base had been shut down so like why are huge quantities of food getting ordered there right i don't know um like is that doomsday <laughs> yeah, why it, are like people still living on base like or how many children that they have to feed we don't know i don't so it's just weird because <laughs> because no one's living there i don't know right. i would have saw that i'd be like huh but um I guess he also has photos that um, I didn't see, couldn't find, but Brian has these photos of some of the abandoned government structures in the base. Um, and they have printed wallpaper resembling psychedelic patterns. So I don't know if he's trying to relate that to the mind experiments um, mm. or like acid trip. Like, I don't know. <laughs> they emphasize that in the article and then that was kind of it. Um, so he had went to this tower found this um and so then in 2009 a camp hero housing development resident um noticed the tower dish had changed direction which is the first time that they 
it was recorded happening since 1966. Um, mm, okay. So it moved again. So it was like originally like pointing north and then it started pointing northeast one day. And then mm-hmm. um, it uh, moved again several days after that first turn. Mm-hmm. And so like the, the police on the island got a bunch of calls or like in Montauk got a bunch of calls saying, hey, like this is happening. Like people thought it was a prank or people thought, you know, whatever. And so they entered into the base of the tower and everything inside was frozen to nothing to a point where nothing could be moved because it was completely frozen. What? I don't know. <laughs> it was frozen? Like all like like ice frozen? Like I'm trying to think of a movie where like a character walks into like a like a radar base kind of like that and notices it. I've seen it before, so this is not a new thing to me, but <laughs> I yeah everything was just frozen was it like winter or was it just like frozen and it was like summer and they and it didn't make any logical sense it does not say it did not say what season it was <laughs> it's important <laughs> but um, all right great <laughs> yeah so then the tower hasn't moved since I guess I didn't find anything new about it but it did move a couple times and people were saying that it was like due to like gravity but I guess it moved like upwards mm. um so that so opposite of gravity right <laughs> true <laughs> but they debunked that due to that reason so um but that's all i have on the radar tower so there's not like too much going on there um i guess there's they have found some like weird scribblings like on the side of rocks and like weird carvings like saying like help us but, but also that could be literally anyone yeah, fair. You know, coming into the bark at night mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so that is Montauk based or summed up um, from me, not an expert. <laughs> so, uh, nah, you did great. That was <laughs> that's that's spooky. All right, Kristen. So, what are your thoughts on this conspiracy theory? I know it was very all over the place, and there's a lot of stuff that was not confirmed. But um, <laughs> I feel like that's that's the nature of conspiracy theories. Okay, that's as, anyway. fair. um I feel like wow one number one I don't know I know not everybody has freedom of mobility I get it but also like why would you live near this place true (laughs) why what like the headache thing with the radar tower the children going missing animals going crazy finding weird animals also having like an animal testing like island right in your backyard it's just like a it's a recipe for like hey we should probably move huh? yes no 100% agreed <laughs> I think that's like crazy that's a really the wormhole thing is insane uh I really like because like the the frustrating thing to me about it is like we'll never really know what's true about true. it you know not- like be like in uh, Preston Nichols, easily could be conspiring, you know? They have, like, their right. stories that connect. Duncan, like we mentioned. Where is he? Where is he? Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> I just... But, like, honestly, it's, it's like, who does it benefit? I guess the guy with the books, it benefits him, but yeah. it's just, like, it's just, like, honestly, if... I don't know. 
time travel could be real. It could yes. exist already. It's obviously something that is like something that the normal people of the world would not know about anyway. Right, exactly. Because like, it's like rich, powerful people and governments that would be in charge, like making it and like controlling it. So nobody would even know. But also it's like, dang, that would be so cool. That'd be so cool, but also bad because they were, you know. Also bad. Tor- torturing kids and like people were like, combining with boats and shit so that wasn't great either (laughs) but you know in the name of sacrifices must be made in the name of science (laughs) and honestly let's be real for a second if we right like your limbs being fused to a boat worth it but um so if tesla was capable of this in 1943 if it actually happened like what about now you know what i mean like I you none of us know (laughs) I know if it was capable if he was capable of anything like that in the 40s like and it's almost 80 years later we know how we don't even know the the extent to which all of the capabilities of the technology that already exists here and now I don't know that's for sure it's very overwhelming (laughs) it is unless Tesla never (laughs) Um, if he had his secrets, if he never talked about them, I don't know, but... Fair enough. I wouldn't either. Tesla, man. Do you think What's he gonna do? Knows? Yeah, he's just like, he doesn't have to tell anybody. That's the annoying thing. It's like, oh, you're really smart and rich and powerful. And it's like, oh, none of us deserve to know the truth. All right. <laughs> noted. Noted. We see oh, how you are. It's the worst. It's the worst. Well, how did you uh, come across this? Was it because of um, Stranger Things that you you like did your the research this specifically? So, if I'm being honest, there is this conspiracy theory. Um, this is solely Twitter based, so please take nothing that I'm saying <laughs> super seriously. But there's this guy on Twitter. He's like 20 years old. He thinks that he's like conspiracy god. Like Twitter is just full of conspiracies. And he's like, oh, oh, I might have shown you it. It's like a conspiracy where time might have ended, actually ended in 2012. Oh, yes. Yep. So there's this guy, this crazy man, um, <laughs> who, this is part of the theory, but apparently at Montauk Air Force Base, he, like, looked over a wall that was surrounding the base and, like, he saw nothingness outside of it. And so, oh, no. don't, yeah, um, he just saw nothing so no land no water whatever um and so after that I was like huh and then I think I was trying to figure out a conspiracy theory to talk about like maybe for one of our maybe for a topic for one of our past podcasts that we came up with a different topic for um Mm -hmm. and it was just on the list and then I never heard of it and I had heard of it like being related to Stranger Things but like I said never looked into it right but no, That's this is sick. It, it's like so multifaceted. I, I like is. how you find these conspiracy theories. Like the Denver airport was like, <laughs> man, there's just My a favorite. lot of stuff. It's it. just so <laughs> many things. <laughs> um, well, I hope you enjoy. I hope everyone enjoyed this conspiracy theory. Um, and uh, if you have any comments on it, DM one of us. Email right. the scared input Gmail. Um, mm-hmm. All the info is on the about part of this podcast um but i think me and kristen are good for our first zoom uh recording <laughs> so uh applaud to us um 
But I think that's it for episode 12. Chris and Jeffy, anything else to say? No, thank you guys for listening. Yes. And if you have any ideas for uh, future um, uh, topics, please let us know because we, yes. uh, we, love, we love chatting. We just okay. want email on the Gmail. We just want an email <laughs> sent there. <laughs> Thank you.